What's up, Andy? Oh, hey. What are we talking about now? Afghanistan. All right. Fun stuff. Yes. So I got an article here from The Intercept. And the headline for the article is House Democrats Working with Liz Cheney Restrict Trump's Planned Withdrawal of Troops from Afghanistan and Germany. Oh, they did include Germany. They did. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, it based on, I think it was Trump's reasoning, um, made a lot of sense to withdraw troops. We've been in Afghanistan. Have we been in Afghanistan for almost 20 years? It was. That's where we first went. Because right. the Taliban was from originally Afghanistan, and then that kind of segued into Iraq. So mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. Afghanistan was kind of the notch mm-hmm. in the belt where we started off. Mm-hmm. And then I think they threw in Germany, too, because we're paying for a majority of the troops being there. Yep. So that's not really fair to us um, to be keep doing that. Tony, man. And here's another thing that's frustrating, too. You look at... Uh, <laughs> It's Liz Cheney, which is Dick Cheney's daughter. Or, I wondered. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. it's it's frustrating because, like, we just... Families should not be in the politics. Because she's not going to differ... And I'm not saying that all kids aren't different than their parents, but kids seem to kind of follow in line with their parents a, a lot of times, ideology-wise. Uh, yeah. So, Maybe. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. But when it becomes... And I'm specifically talking about, like, when you're breeding politicians, it seems that way. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So, like, yeah. George Bush Sr., George Bush Jr., Jeb Bush, you know, Dick Cheney, mm-hmm. which is the vice president mm-hmm. uh, for George Bush Jr., and then you got Liz Cheney, and surprise, surprise, they want to keep troops in Afghanistan. So, it's just sad. I, I, I'm, I'm for... Why, why, do you think they're, why do you think they're for that? Because this was... I think they... It was both parties voted it no. Yeah. So by, <laughs> bipartisan yeah. vote on this. <laughs> yeah, so it says right here, last night the Armed Services Committee um, voted overwhelmingly in favor of an amendment <clears throat> jointly sponsored by Democratic Congressman Jason Crowell of Colorado and Congresswoman Cheney of Wyoming, prohibiting the ex- uh, expenditure uh, of monies to reduce the number of troops uh, deployed in Afghanistan below 8,000 with a series of conditions first being met. Uh, the imposed conditions um, are by no means trivial for those troop reductions from Afghanistan to be allowed. The Defense Department was able to certify, among other things, that leaving Afghanistan will not increase the risk of expansion or, um, of existing formation of new terrorist safe havens inside Afghanistan and will not com- compromise the otherwise negativity effect of the ongoing U.S. state's counterterrorism mission against the Islamic State. Um, Al-Qaeda and associated forces. But here's the problem with that, and here's what's really frustrating about all that, is we've been in Afghanistan for 19 years. It's the longest war in U.S. history. And so it's, it's, it's frustrating that we're still there. We're still spending millions or billions of dollars right now on it. Yeah, and especially, I mean, times have changed, especially in very recent history, the last couple months. And I think we... I think it's fair to reevaluate where we're spending our current money and time and energy and kind of use that maybe for something else. <laughs> yeah, and and then we're legislating tear pretty much. So we're we're what what I mean by that is we're legislating laws against uh Americans and against other people in the countries, the Patriot Act uh, primarily, and because we're afraid of terrorism. So that that's never going to go away. Terrorism is always going to exist. There's always going to be one of people that do terrorist acts against the state or nation. Um, it's just the ni- the nature of human beings. Um, you're never going to get rid of that. So that's 
thing I've always argued from uh, about against the Patriot Act and the industrial um, uh, complex that has become more, and um, the billions of dollars that get poured in to these private companies um, that and it's like Tony Stark type companies, mm -hmm. you know, that, that supply the um, weapons ammunitions and, yeah. and um, our munitions, I should say, and and all this other stuff to Afghanistan, and it's ridiculous. So if you look at the count. Um, the, there's only 8,600 troops there, which mm -hmm. is too much. You know, after 19 years, Afghanistan's got to find, find its own way. It, how, how big are troops? How many people? Is it variable? Um, I, I'm not sure across other countries. Um, but right now, if you go to... Um, it says, I'm not sure what this one does. Because tro troops... Does that mean people? Yes. That might be a really oh, yeah. dumb question. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So for everybody, yeah. So yeah. No. Because I was thinking troops as in like there's a troop. Platoons. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no. Okay. That is actual Got it. number of individuals there is 8,600. Um, <clears throat> another staggering count is how many civilians have been killed in Afghanistan. And this is, again, this is not like a science because we don't know why or how they were killed, but 100,000 civilians have lost their lives. Since 2010. So they've uh, that number is attributed to us being there? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. Again, it, that could be inflated uh, with, um, you know, them shooting at us or an accidental death, you know. Right, yeah. They could have been, have, it's kind of like the COVID thing. You know, you die of a heart attack and you have COVID, so they write COVID as a death. Mm -hmm. Same thing that could be part of that, but mm -hmm. 100,000 people, that's a lot. I mean, even if it's, yeah, it is. I mean, even if you take out 10% for mis, uh, misprints or, you know, or misconspulations, like that's that's a lot. That's a, that's a huge number. You know, we freak out when, you know, 50,000 people die of a pandemic, but we're fighting a war in Afghanistan for 20 years. So over 10 years, 100,000 people have died. That's too many. That's 10,000 per year. 10,000 people a year um, of civilians. So we're, we're talking about just straight civilians. We're not even talking about any Taliban count or our own troops there. Mm -hmm. That's just straight civilians. Um, but would, I mean, just to play devil's advocate, would more, uh, would more people die if we weren't there? I mean, you could do that with any country. Yeah. Um, but according to the Depart Defense Department, um, they were able to certify that leaving Afghanistan will not increase the risk of expansion of existing for or formation of new terrorist safe havens inside Afghanistan. And if it does, it does. I mean, this literally, like, kicked the crap out of the Russian uh, government, the, technically the Soviet Union, when the Soviet Union fought in the Afghanistan war. And it destroyed the Soviet Union because they got embedded and we supplied uh, training to troops and whatnot there. I'm kind of under the table, but it's just the, I mean, you look at the, how much money is spent and the and the pull out the politics of it. Eighteen point eight million dollars have been spent in Afghanistan. I think the, if we had that much more money, I mean, not oops. necessarily that would have gone to good causes, but yeah, I mean, it's, it all adds up, I guess. At you some could, point, you could definitely not have to worry about you know, fighting over should we not pay Americans a stimulus check that mm -hmm. we just talked about in our last segment. Mm -hmm. I mean, you look at what, what money is actually going to. And, and that's just one country, too. That's just, that's just Afghanistan. People, oh, and, people, and people want to feel safe, and I get that. But at, at, at a certain point, you know. But priorities change. I mean, now we've got China on our backs, and we have to prepare for them now. 
Again, but I, I think that, you know, our founding fathers said it best. Tyrants end up ruling countries because people pay for protection. They mm. will pay for protection. Like, we're paying $18 billion for protection against terrorists. And I guess, I guess they, I'm guaranteed they foiled terrorist activity. But should you be afraid of it? I mean, 9-11, we only lost 3,000 people, and 100,000 civilians have died in Afghanistan since, since 2010. So you look at the, the, bail, the scales of justice type of thing. I mean, they, the media sure wants you to know, and the Democrats and Republicans, this is kind of like uh, why I'm still leaning towards their party. They, they both vote to keep us there and keep us entrenched in war and keep profiteering off of that. And, you know... I was going to ask why you think they both voted for that. Profiteering, yeah. for sure. That's my... That's, I think that's very an easy thing to validate. Um, who are the two people that talked? The girl and the guy? Um, Katie and uh, Sager or whatever his name is. Is it the Hill? Oh, yeah. The um, is, is it... Crystal Ball. Crystal Ball? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were talking about her home state has no, uh, no corporate um, donation limit. To political campaigns like zero in their state. It's just state, not not federal, but just in the state. Mm-hmm. So corporations can donate how much money they want, and they're ranked they're ranked fifty first in in like job and job states. So if you take into like Puerto Rico, like but they're, but mm-hmm. they're ranked like fifty first out of like work environment in the state for like workers. It's crazy. So you you look at that and it's just it's just sad. I think they were talking about something else too. I- but I can't remember. It, like, they brought that they brought that up to it in another segment. But you look at all this money that's getting donated, and, 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 and you look at lobbyists and anti-war lobbyists and war lobbyists, they like to make you think that they're anti-war. But, damn, do they still pass it. I mean, Trump wanted to pull, get them all, all the troops home by end of year. Everybody come home, and they, they push that. So um, President Trump throughout the year has insisted that the uh, the Pentagon present plans for withdrawing all troops from Afghanistan prior to the end of 2020. Last week, reports indicated that the Trump administration is close to finalizing the decision to withdraw more than 4,000 troops from Afghanistan by fall, which would leave roughly 4,600 troops left. Um, Let's see here. This would be the lowest number since the earliest days in the war in Afghanistan, which which began in 2001 in February. Um, Trump announced an agreement with the Taliban to end the war completely. And then shortly after the White House uh, withdrawal plans were reported, anonymous intelligence officials leaked a series of claims into the New York Times regarding bounties allegedly being paid by Russia to Taliban fighters to kill U.S. troops, which we now know that those bounties were complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's all ploy. I mean, it, when, when you have everybody voting... Um, to keep our troops there, and then bounties. Why would why would Russia need to pay Taliban people to kill U.S. troops? I mean, do they think, I think Americans? That's what Jimmy Dore said too. <laughs> Did he? I, didn't I see think that so. One. Like, do they think Americans are that dumb? Um. Yes. Yes. It's sad. Yeah. It's just a sad. I mean, there's just multiple sites, you know, talking about it. Oh, let's see what Liz Cheney says. Americans' adversaries should never question the will of the United States government or the American people to defend our interest, to protect our security of our nation, to protect the armed forces, and to respond when attacked or threatened. Wait, we should never question? No, no, she's saying that our, our adversaries should never question us. Like, they shouldn't question whether or not we're to go, you know, stomp some ass, you know, we'll put a boot in your ass the American way type of thing. Mm. Um, 
it's whatever you know you can just take that and walk off a cliff Liz Cheney that's ridiculous um because here's the thing is okay we're being attacked oh what in 2001 we were attacked 2001 mm-hmm. I mean <laughs> and I get that their presence there hasn't foiled or hasn't gotten rid of the Taliban but you look at you look at the war in Iraq and all that did was create um an unstable Iraq that we're still embedded in, mm-hmm. that we're still trying to build a democratic government in, um, you know, and, and spread democracy. And I and I get that's kind of been a philosophy of the United States, but what do you, how do you feel about that? Uh, be, being still, like, what we've done in Iraq. Mm-hmm. And, and just, like, in Afghanistan or just, you know, about what she's saying here, you know, um, that our adversaries should never question whether we'll attack them. I mean... How do you feel about her using that line as a reason to keep us in Afghanistan? I think that's just, I think it's just a bunch of BS and a bunch of, I don't know, redirecting uh, what the focus should really be. And again, priorities, I feel like have changed. I feel like we need to get out of there. And um, Do you, re- do you remember uh, the Iraq war very much? Uh, yeah, somewhat. I mean, very, very high level. Okay. So what, what, when, what in your, in your memory of it, like, how did you feel about it? Like, oh yeah, we're in there. It's America. Mm-hmm. Probably in like fighting against ISIS and I mean, against terrorism. And I mean, it sounded good from the start. We weren't just going in there for no reason. Yeah. It sounded good. Yeah. And then we found out we went in there for no reason at all because you know, the weapons of mass destruction, Oh, I had bad intelligence. Hmm. That's Bush's, uh, you know, his excuse. And I'm not saying he didn't get bad intelligence, but, you know, we go into Iraq and we destable it, and then that creates ISIS. So we followed Taliban into Iraq, and Osama bin Laden was on the run until Obama took him down. And uh, and then it was uh, ISIS. And then mm-hmm. guess what? Now we went into Syria, you know, and mm-hmm. Obama got us into Syria. Trump did drone strikes right. in Syria. Uh-huh. So, and then uh-huh. you look at this expansion. Oh, okay, we just can't stop there. We got to we got to go you, you know, into these other countries and we're going to we're going to top we're going to topple dictators, you know. So I'm saying um you look at um uh Gaddafi, you know, and taking down Gaddafi and you got stuff like Benghazi. Um you got all these things that, you know, and this is just push 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 push. Mm-hmm. I mean, aren't so why this might go deeper than I don't know besides making money but like why are we focusing on these countries still when then we have China who is doing some um enslavement and concentration camps like real crimes against humanity and we're not I mean we we don't want to go in in there money. and and uh attack them full full head right now but why aren't we, I guess... Why wouldn't Mark Cuban talk about China? Because <laughs> he's making money. You know, and it's just like um, the NBA, you know? Yeah. And you got these big corporations, and uh, they go out, and they they go, they go don't go against China. You know, mm-hmm. Disney? Disney's not going against China. It's too much money. You know, we're, we're allowing that. And Trump has been pretty vehement against China. Um, he's he's put, been trying to get like uh bring manufacturing back here right yeah or just get it out of china a lot of a lot of manufacturing has gone to south korea a a lot of uh manufacturing headed towards south korea 
they picked up some, especially when the, the tariffs came about. I mean, mm. it's, we need China. I mean, China's an important person, or important person, but they're an important world economy. But at some point, we've, sure. we've got to hold them accountable for them stealing our intellectual property. And then also cyber mm-hmm. attacks, you know, and Trump's been, he, I think he, I think he's done a fairly good job at, you know, being boisterous against him because you have to be strong against him. But it's also, it's like, we don't want another war, you know? And I, I we don't, but I mean, are, are they going to stop because we're yelling at them? Yeah. I mean, but sanctions, here's the thing is we have allies, we have sanctions for reasons. Um, like we put sanctions on Iran and we put sanctions on uh, North Korea that work pretty well. And that's what Trump was talking about when he went and met with um, Kim Jong-un. And um, Have we done sanctions on, on China yet? Um, yeah, I think we're, we're getting there. Um, we, Is that what Trump that, did? That, that's um, what the tariffs are, pretty much, or a okay. sanction. Okay. Um, but, we, but as far as like other economies um, doing sanctions, but you, but you start looking at China starting to take over. Um, it's like, hey, no, this is, I can't remember the name of the country, but this is our country. You know what I mean? Um, and they're they're expanding their. Uh, you're not talking about Hong Kong, are you? No, I'm talking about like expanding into. I can't remember the country. Um, Ta- not Taiwan, right? No, but they okay. want Taiwan. Oh boy, and I think that would start a war. Them trying to expand it. It's very World War Two esque type of escalation. Um, when you start looking at it, and you start looking at uh, what was going on, it's scary. I mean, I I don't. I don't want to tell people to brace for impact, but I mean, man. Uh, I mean, it's not looking. Well, Trump came out that uh, that executive order that's pretty much like, hey, you know, people investing in China Chinese companies, and you know, will seize assets, and it was very broad, and yeah, gave it him, was like limit limitless power in a way. Um, well, I mean, can you really enforce? I guess you can if you go after specific companies, but I mean, generally overall, can you really enforce that rule? Yeah, I I think so. Um, yeah. I think a lot of companies it'll get tied up in court, which is a great thing about America. But here's the thing: is president is that, is that sarcasm? <laughs> well, no, but like what I'm saying is it, it's that checks and balances. Yeah, yeah. So now court systems, you know, isn't a great thing about America, but that checks and balance system that's really important. Um, that's that should be there because you know a, a president shouldn't be able to go to war without the will of Congress. Yeah. Now, if it's a national emergency, the president can use wartime acts to do that. But that's what we did in for nine eleven. Yeah. But we had to get approval to go into Iraq. So that's why everyone was like, "Oh, I didn't vote for Iraq." You know what I mean? <laughs> and right, and or Joe Biden said Joe Biden did vote for Iraq, <clears throat> but you look at people that did or didn't. And that's what I'm saying. So you talk about these wars, and it's like, at, at some point in time, yes, there's defenses that we can do, but we can't afford another world war. Like it just, it's 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 a lose for everybody, you know. And we're at the we're at the age now is like we're focusing on world wars and staying in, embedded in places like Afghanistan mm-hmm. when we haven't been back to the moon or done other stuff that we could fund. Or we're not even taking care of our own people. Yeah. I mean, we're still, if you look at the poverty line in the world, <laughs> our most poor people are still some of the richest people in the world. That's true. Um, but, uh, but no, it, we definitely have poverty and, and, and multi-issues I mean, we've, we've got, here. we've got, yeah, a lot of issues that we could, I mean, address or at least head in the, the direction of addressing. Gotta stay away from these wartime presidents. And Trump's been pretty anti-war, which is yeah. kind of why they're shooting him down. Like, pulling all the troops out of Afghanistan is a bold statement. 
Even Obama couldn't do it. You know, and Trump mm-hmm. wasn't out by 2020. And because mm-hmm. he promised the American people he would be more of an isolationist and he's going to get us out of these wars. And he really hit Jeb Bush hard during his campaign in 2016. Mm-hmm. That um, Jeb, Jeb Bush, you know, he made Jeb Bush defend his brother by Iraq. And that just, that, that just ended Jeb Bush like, right there. Mm-hmm. And that's what Trump's good at. You know, and he wants to be able to stand up to Biden. It's like, hey, listen, I got all the troops out of Afghanistan. You know, you and Obama never did that. And so I think that's more of a political. That's kind of one of the bad things about Trump is like on face value, he seems like it's a good thing. But is it more just kind of like, oh, it's political ploys and stuff. Yeah. But hey, political listen, moment. you know, but we got to take what we can people. get. Hey, it's well, the people, though. I mean, it still kind of works. Like if yeah, you think about it, true. people want uh, people, uh, people in our military out of out of Afghanistan, and you got, it, you got, I almost said idiots, but you got people like Jimmy Dore calling people idiots because they're like, he's like, listen, um, Jimmy Dore's like saying like, hey, I'm, a, he is so progressive. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> it is, yeah. And I love listening to him mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, and, you know, he doesn't talk well about cops and he doesn't talk well about, um, you know, Democrats, Democrats right, now. <laughs> right now or Republicans. Right, right. But he goes after like, you know, he's for UBIs and Medicare for all. And uh, he's for all this other stuff. And he's kind of right in a way. If you think about where we throw all of our funding, um, that's what's interesting because you throw 18 billion dollars in Afghanistan. It doesn't include Iraq, doesn't include Syria, mm-hmm. um, Libya, um, doesn't Germany, <laughs> Germany. Yeah, Germany's in there. It's kind of funny, but mm. I think everybody's still like it's still like a PTSD from Germany a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's people are still it's, it's far enough away, but not far enough away. It's like, we don't want to remove troops, you know? Um, are we, do we still have troops there for that reason? No. Like there's, okay. I think we just have troops everywhere and most yeah. people, countries have troops here too. Um, it's all, it's all the embassies and whatnot. Mm, um, okay. And you know, it's not like a mass of troops. Like we have a lot of troops, a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was nothing like World War One when they had like the Versailles Treaty. Um, mm-hmm. After World War One, kind of we broke up Germany, which really kind of led to yeah. Hitler and like the rise to, to Germany's um, aggression uh, in World War Two. Um, but when you look at that, all all of that, you know, and why we don't need to be meddling in people's foreign affairs is because sometimes if you look at the history of the world, it tends to be worse. A lot of countries that were expand, like um, expanding and that were imperialistic didn't end it very well. So Rome, to name one, you know, didn't <laughs> end very well. Um, but no, I think that, you know, you got people in Congress. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like this whole bipartisan stuff is crazy to me or, or partisan politics is just nuts to me. So you think we'll ever get them out and I guess maybe in the next couple of years, you think we'll get them out? I, I think if uh, Biden's in there, no, I don't think Biden would pull him out unless he, unless he was forced to, I think there's enough. Pro- Here's saying is I Who don't know. Force him progressives. To. I don't know, but I don't see, I don't know how much sway the progressives would have over Biden because progressives are, do not like war, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very much like Jimmy Dore. Mm-hmm. So unless they can have that sway over him, but I don't think so because the problem is you look at AOC and a lot of the, these other people, it's like they want to get reelected and, and they want to do good. In their minds, they want to do good. And so they'll compromise to the umph degree to get something passed, kind of like mm-hmm. you know Trump compromising. So now instead of Trump saying, nope, 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 he'll sign it and bring 4,000 troops home. And it's the lowest we've ever had there, so it's kind of a win, but still it's still kind of like it sucks. They're blocking him. Like, hello, people, like, two parties. Like, they're the same people. I keep trying to tell people that. 
you know, red or blue, they're the same people. The same. They, That's Jimmy, what Jimmy Dore He said, keeps yeah. hammering that, and it's so great mm-hmm. because it's so true. You mm-hmm. know, you look at the situation we're going through now, and you know, all these cyber attacks coming out, and I have a hard time trusting a lot of it, all the intelligence. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got intelligence people leaking stuff about bounties, and it comes out to be not true. You know, you look at bad actors, <clears throat> and it's like, okay, so. How do you? How do we get cyber attacks across the people so you can understand it and I can understand it? How do we do that? Yeah. Uh, Are you gonna understand exactly what they're doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. So we have to trust that you know our government's gonna give us right information, and when they do True. shit like this, it's like, do you trust that they're gonna tell you the right information? Mm-hmm. Are they Are they just out to get more donations when you're worth like po- propaganda and stuff? Dude, Nancy Pelosi's worth over a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. So Isn't point, that due to her husband, too? Who? Isn't that due to her husband as well? Oh, yeah. Um, well, yeah, for sure. Uh, but not all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, pulling U.S. troops out of Germany is in Russia's interest, not America's. Again, with the Russian conspiracies. It's just crazy. She, she's a Republican, right? I think yeah. I asked this question before. Russia welcomes. Hey, ask Russia how the last Afghan war went for him. That's what I wanted. Didn't go very well. <laughs> So both both sides are using the Russia card. It's so ridiculous, man. It's it's so crazy. It's just give up. Just we all know it's bullshit. It's Russia. This Russia. All these Russia gates and you know Bounty Gate and what you said earlier. <laughs> I was trying to do that that little that little ring, the quilted quicker picker up, whatever it's called. Quicker picker upper. There we go. Okay, so it says, meanwhile, leading Democrat who joined Cheney to oppose uh, troop withdrawal in, from Germany, Krongish woman Ruben Galgilio of Arizona, mm-hmm. also cited increasing Russian, increasing Russian aggression to argue that it is more important than ever to our NATO allies and partners to remain confident about the United States' commitment. For decades, the perceived threat from Moscow was the leading instrument to justify endless U.S. imperialism, and even now, Russia is a little more... Then what journalist Vincent Bevins today called a minor power in Eastern Europe. Very true. Um, it is still somehow occupies the same crucial role in the U.S. immigration and militarist, mil- militaristic discourse. Very true. And that's a great quote right there. Um, it's, oh, man. What do you believe? What do you think about that? I think I got a little lost. Okay, so. Um, Phrase it again for me. Yeah, so what he's saying is, so there's two things there. She's saying that uh, it's more important now than ever to NATO and our ally partners to remain confident about the United States' commitment. So to stay in Afghanistan, our commitment to fight Russia, you know, to, to keep them from encroaching, you know, and spreading their, their Russian ways. Um, <laughs> but this journalist had a great quote. And what the journalist said was, for decades, the perceived threat from Moscow was the leading instrument used mm-hmm. to justify endless U.S. imperialism. Even now that Russia is little more than what we journalist Vincent Bevins, is the guy's name, mm-hmm. today called a minor power in Eastern Europe. So it kind of goes back to what Jimmy Dore was saying about Russiagate, mm-hmm. like being like a minor power. Mm-hmm. So does that Again, I feel you? like our priorities are just, I mean, they're using Russia to... For I mean, almost propaganda. I don't know if that's that's right, but it. And then we have China over here. That's an actual real threat to us more than Russia, and so I feel like we're just not prioritizing very well. Probably for profit. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt Gates had a good, good 100% agree with withdrawing with withdrawing troops. He's a Florida congressman, mm-hmm. and he was. I think he was also one of the ones that voted against uh, the stimulus. I can't remember if that's true or not, mm-hmm. but it seems like I, that name seems familiar. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's it's true. You gotta get you gotta get troops out of Florida. You know, out of Florida. I'm sorry. Yeah, trips out of Florida too. <laughs> sorry, that's back. Trump's Trump has trips in Florida. No, um, I was looking at this guy. Um, you gotta get trips out of Afghanistan. I don't know why we're still there. It's it's infuriating to me that 19 years. There are people, Andy, that are old enough to fight in Afghanistan when the war started. What does that tell you? They don't even know why we were there. They mm-hmm. weren't born. They were just born when the war started. Mm-hmm. Well, I think even the ones that go over there don't really know why we're still there. If you can't remember 9-11, imagine fighting for a country and you don't remember 9-11 or what's going on. That's way too long. That's, That's way too long. insane. It's what insane. was our longest war before this? Oh, Civil War, War 1812 maybe? What? I don't know. Jesse, what do you think? Was that like seven years? Yeah, something like that. It was a seven-year war. I mean, the the Civil War was... was yeah, it's 1812, right? Longest war is probably Vietnam. Vietnam? Is it six years? 59. And, and 60. Like yeah. They call it the 10,000-day war. Okay. I forget. I, for some reason, when I when I hear Vietnam, I think 69 to 76. Yeah. So, but, but anyhow. So wow. So it's like more than double, almost triple. Yeah. Than most wars. So if yeah. you think about that. You know, and you you put that into perspective. It's like we need to we need to get out. Let let Afghan do what they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. So I've you, actually kind of forgotten that we've. I'm sure a lot of Americans have kind of forgotten that we're. I mean, still in there because we nobody talks about it really except now. And it's scary. There's not a lot of action. Yep. I guess. Well, relative. There's no action at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think so. Not to what you not 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 like a war you would think so, but yeah. All right, we'll put a poll in the video on Facebook. Let us know if we should stay or not stay. All right, guys, see you later.